0: Welcome to Cognitive Rampage Podcast. I am your host, Adam Lowry, as usual. Joining me today virtually from Naples, Florida, is my friend, my mentor. In all honesty, he's like a father figure to me, man. I'm just keeping it real, right? Mental health is masculine, being honest. It's the truth, man. He really has been like a father figure to me. Um, Leo is quoted In the Cognitive Rampage book, uh, I don't know how many times. Uh, I I couldn't even count how many times, to be honest. Yeah, I have no... But he's mentioned a lot. He was my supervisor when I first came out of academia. When I first came out of training, Uh, he was my supervisor and was my boss shortly after that for a while. But he's just an amazing guy. Uh, I love chatting with him. He influenced my life so much. Uh, He still helps and guides me today when I have certain things that I, you know, need help with or question. That's uh, one of the people that I call. Uh, I trust him with a lot. And Leo D'Anibal is a great guy. You know, we say that about a lot of people. You know, you may have a friend or somebody you meet that's just a great guy or a cool guy. Um, Leo embodies that whole definition of cool guy. He, he's just kind. Uh, He helps so many people and has touched so many lives. And more than likely, I would say that there's probably one or two people listening to this podcast that Leo has touched and helped and influenced at some point uh, in your life. And if you have, reach out and tell him, you know, Um, reach out and tell him, you know, Uh, I think uh, he deserves that. But, you know. Leo was kind enough to join me today. We both got to kind of run today. This, so this will be a short podcast. Leo has an extensive, extensive background uh, in therapy, counseling, research. He has his degrees degrees from Ohio State University. He is a Buckeye, very proud to be so too. So for all you Buckeye fans out there, you got some love coming on. But uh, he has been doing, uh, he's a licensed clinical social worker, but his beginning began with research. So he has a lot of background in research. He has worked in some of the scariest places, really, when it comes to mental health that there is. He could tell you all about that if he chooses. But uh, we're going to try to probably, well, I'm going to try to focus on relationships. He has his own methods to finding the right relationship, to assessing the right relationship, and trying to find the right person. And he'll cover that, I'm sure. And so I'm going to try to focus just this because him and I only got about 45 minutes. Uh, I'm heading across town to meet up uh, with Julian Williams, uh, a guest we've had on the show, a fighter who will actually be fighting in May. So shout out to Julian Williams. But he's fighting, uh, so I'm going to go hang out with him today. But I got to run in about 45 minutes or so, and so does Leo. But that's why I want to try to focus on the relationship part, you know. Uh, Valentine's Day um, is tomorrow. And look, I'm I'm all for the whole culture thing and having fun and participating, right? I get that. But man, you, I, I don't understand why we can't buy flowers once a week. You know, I mean, I get that. And look, some of you dudes may be like, oh, fuck you, you know, but it's true. I got a daughter, man. So I try to treat my daughter like I want a man to treat her. You know, that's a difficult thing to do, by the way, as your daughter gets older and you try to be the discipline at the same time as model, the same kind of man you want her to be with oh, that's hard to do because you don't want to be overly controlling, right? Because you don't want her to date a man like that, nor do you want her to, to not be able to be independent. So it's it's a rough, it's a, it's a fine line, you know, but my daughter and I were talking yesterday and we both kind of narrowed down that we thought our love languages possibly were time. And the fact that spending time is a way that she shows love, is a way that I show love apparently is what she says. And I thought that was insightful, you know, at sixteen to talk about her love languages being time. It was deep. But um, you know, my point is, is you know, it's nice to celebrate romance, I guess, but some of these holidays, dude, it's getting ridiculous. I mean, they advertise these things so far in advance. Like it's it's getting nuts, man. Like I don't know, it's so plastic is what I, I tend to call it. It's plastic holidays. I mean, they invented it. This one was hijacked. I mean, most of them have been hijacked real all of them really been hijacked by certain colorful things we have to buy. But I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be a ba humbug either. Right. Because I like community. I like connection. Uh, I like that, but I guess maybe I just wish that we could do that all the time. Right. Is be loving, romantic and caring and fun, whatever each holiday brings. I mean, if we could do that each day, life would be like a celebration every day, man. I, I I just don't know why we have to wear certain colors for certain holidays to make it something special. I don't know. Each day's special, in my opinion. That's all right. You're live on the air right now anyway.
1: Oh, good. Well, sorry for the uh, technical problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's sometimes, it these are, like sometimes these are okay for me because what I end up doing is I get to do a very, very long intro for the guest. Uh-huh. And so the length of your intro has been quite long. We... we I think they know you almost by now. Oh, cool. I know you all. Right, well, I feel like I know them, too. <laughs> How, about that? How about that? I love that shit. I haven't heard that in a while, man.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Getting ready for Valentine's Day, then.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about. You know, I was uh, talking about, I don't know, another plastic holiday comes when... Which you know, it's all cool. I'm all for participating in love and being all fun with it. But you know, I was talking about you know why can't that be all the time? Right. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's you can use it as an opportunity that when these rolls around, you start to remember why did I like this person in the first place, and sort of celebrate uh, the beginnings and the evolution of the relationship. A lot of times Valentine's Day is just a commercial thing, uh, maybe uh, perpetrated by the all the chocolatiers out there and uh, you know people that sell hearts and greeting cards. But it can be very meaningful if you want to make it such. Uh, a lot of times we just take it for granted, and maybe that's a good time to stop and take stock in what you really have and what you're grateful for in the relationship.
0: Man, see, you, you make me sound so bad. I've been sitting here being so skeptic and negative. And then you come on and drop just the loving. You know what it was great is that right there just backed up the whole long intro. See, I told you. I told you, people. I told you, people. We usually do very long podcasts. And, you know, the technical difficulties we got right now happens when you do virtual podcasts, etc. So how about this? You, you mentioned going over your assessment, which is uh, what I've talked about you know, a lot and, Uh um, you know, maybe a short and sweet, you know, assessment about, you know, you kind of gave one on relation on Valentine's day, maybe, uh, kind of summon some of that stuff up for a little bit there. Maybe, uh, heck, maybe it sounds good. I don't know. Maybe the phone into the microphone isn't too bad.
1: Yeah. Well, with with your equipment, I'd imagine it's going to be good. You can hear just about anything from the next door neighbor's, uh, to to your room. So it might work out fine, but yeah, we, we can give it a shot.
0: All right. Why not, man? I'm optimistic. Let's do it, dude. All right.
1: Well, uh, you want me to just go right into the, the understanding of what that is, the
0: assessment? Yeah, yeah. I was explaining a little bit uh, to people in the beginning. I wasn't being specific. I was being very vague about, uh, you know, you have an assessment to finding the right relationship, uh, assessing the relationship you're in, and so forth. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're you're the master speaker here, man. So any way you open it up, I'm, I'm sure it will be wonderful. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, I mean, in relationships, um, particularly with a lot of women, they get in trouble uh, early on because they tend to be very genuine people, and they always assume that the person they're interacting with is also um, being upfront about, you know, who they are and and what's meaningful and so on. Um, But before they get in that relationship, they have to remember it's not a matter of trusting other people, it's a matter of trusting yourself and oftentimes, if you're just getting out of a relationship or if you're still feeling the injury of having been in one uh, it's going to take some time it's hard to know what you need in a relationship until you know who you are and that's why I recommend people take about three to six months just to finally get past it um, and you're starting to feel a sense of your own identity, then when you meet someone, it can be somewhat intimidating because I don't want to go down this road again and get crunched, but like I said, if, if you trust yourself to just take these five steps, I think you'll find it can really give you a lot of clarity on choices you're making. Um, the first step is just knowing that when you meet someone, uh, they're on a job interview. And so are you to some extent and that no one puts their worst foot forward. Uh, but that's fine. Enjoy the job interview, but, but understand it for what it is. Um, you know, it's, it's ideal in a sense This persons never argued with me. If there is that attraction there, uh, there's no baggage. Uh, it's easy to fall in love with how something makes you feel or the potential, of what it could be without even understanding the realities of what it actually is. Uh, and that's what hangs up a lot of people a lot of times. But job interviews can last maybe three months if you're seeing the person regularly, Uh six months if um, they're rather nonverbal, and over a year if it's a long distance relationship because that tends to p- perpetuate the putting the best foot forward type of thing. But when you start to have some dis- disagreements or someone doesn't get their own way, probably the job interviews start to wind out. Um, then the next step to that is does this person satisfy what I need in a relationship? And as we said earlier, I now know what I need because I know who I am. Uh, and if you can honestly answer that, yes, this person does seem to satisfy those needs, then the next step would be do I honestly know his faults or her faults? Uh, it's not the good stuff in a relationship. I mean, the good can be over the top, but you have to know that It's never going to be the good stuff that will make it work. It's if you can tolerate the faults. And if there's even one intolerable fault, and that person is either unwilling or unable to change that aspect, then you're spinning your wheels. Because that's going to cause resentment over time. The resentment's going to erode away emotions and then things will unravel. Uh, It doesn't mean that person can't be a friend or an acquaintance or someone that you could hang out with or have a good time, but can't exist if there's an intolerable fault it's going to make that impossible and and the more you try to change that the more you may have a tendency to blame yourself based on old coping skills uh, or hopeful that over time it'll soften and in most cases truly you really are spinning your will but if you can say the job interview's over the needs are truly satisfied and the faults the faults are truly tolerable I mean, everyone's going to have faults, but they are truly tolerable. Then the next step would be to ask yourself if this person understands and I'm only agreeing to share my life with them or her not give my life to them. Uh, And if you find that other person is content with that arrangement, then you move on to the final step. And that is if you had a daughter, a niece, someone you love, and the person you're with, you ask yourself, this person that I'm with, would I want my daughter to spend the rest of her life with someone exactly like this person, and she couldn't get out of it, would I truly say, yeah, this is who I would want for her, and if I'm saying no way, well, then you know, then whatever you think that person, that your daughter, your friend, uh, an acquaintance, if I wouldn't want them with this person indefinitely, then why would I want this person for myself? Uh But on the other hand, if you're saying, absolutely, I'd be very happy if they found someone like this, then you're in the right relationship. So the needs are satisfied, the job interview's over, the faults are tolerable, the person's okay with sharing their life, not giving their life. And yes, I would want my daughter to spend the rest of her life with someone just like this. That's how you take the risk out of it. And uh, emotions might be complicated, but that... You're tapping into your own personal truth when you're looking at those facts. And people really look back and regret having been honest with themselves. A lot of regrets based on emotion. So that's it in a nutshell. How about
0: that? Dude, I I love it, man. I, I couldn't, man, I'm not even going to add to it, but I think it's amazing because there is 2% left on my phone, man. this way yeah man no mistakes man perfect symmetry in uh the universe and multiverse of which we uh coincide and share habitat and space with man absolutely and again happy Valentine's
1: Day to Jen, Bo, you have a great experience and to everyone out there uh don't take it for granted you know it's it be a time that it may not be there and uh just don't wait to appreciate it then. appreciate it now
0: Dude, I love you, bro. Love you, too. Have a good one. Have a great Valentine's, man. Tell uh, Michelle I said hello and uh, love her, too. And uh, we'll see you soon, man. Thanks again. You bet. Next time we'll have this all straightened out with the uh, computer stuff. Yeah, either that or I'll have you up in the cave, man. That's even better. Let's do it. All right. We'll take care of that. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. You bet. Bye. bye I'm just going to leave it at that. I can't cap or say anything more about relationships than that. But um, as he said, how about that? Hope you're taking care of you. Hope you're living and loving in the Cognitive Rampage.